Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 115. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, from beautiful Savage, Minnesota, where uh, summer, I guess spring is left and summer is here. So we're hot, we're sweaty, and it's the dog days of summer, which we'll talk about in a few seconds about our Byrant return. But with that, I'm joined by the Canardian, uh the uh, recent owner of a three-year-old. Yeah. Mark, yeah, how are you doing, man? Today, as we're recording, I, I am great. Uh, we had a busy weekend celebrating Finn with a, a family party. And then again, kind of today with a smaller little thing with uh, my parents and stuff. But it was, it was, a, it was a good busy weekend. Um, it was very, very nice here. And today it was like windy and cold and blah again. But I think tomorrow the temperature's spiking back up. So I'm, I'm in the mood for like barbecue and summer and all that kind of stuff to get started as well. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm good and excited to, to talk about this summer and, and what, what to expect. It's going to be a crazy year because we don't know a lot and we're going to get more into what we think we're going to see in the next couple of weeks with all of the game of news and announcements. Uh, but before we do that, we want to thank our Patreons. So, Mark, if you want to go ahead and thank our Patreons, that would be very kind of you, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, we have to thank our, our best bud tier, Jamie Prinky, our BFFs, Sean, Stella and Henry Nias. You guys are amazing. Uh, Missy Merchant, also absolutely amazing and uh andy milliken uh thank you so much you guys the the bff tier always blows me away with continued support so thank you guys all so so much uh and i do want to say we uh we're we're kind of lucky that that patreon's launching something new we're going to be able to do free seven day trials on the top tier, the BFF. So if you want to test that out, if you're on a lower tier and you want to see what's there, or if you haven't signed up for Patreon and you kind of want to see what it's all about, want to get that bonus content, um, free trials, which is really, really cool. Cause you know, you, 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 I, I always like free trials for like apps or uh, streaming services like, you know, Paramount Plus. I want that free seven day trial. What's this about? Apple TV? Sure. What's this about? Um, so the, the Patreon's no different. It's It can be, you know, a, a, a decent amount of money and you, you want to flavor. You want to sample those flavors, right? Absolutely. And I think at this point, if I think about all that we've done, we've done 10 episodes of uh, Spinner Rack. Charlie has done significant amount of episodes of the Facts of Geek Life, where he reviews all of the things in the past and recounts that with a special guest. He's done so many cool interviews with um, Missy Merchant and the team that have been fantastic. So that's there. I know there'll be a new episode of the Facts of Geek Life on Friday and the following week. We're doing Irredeemable uh for the spinner rack some more to come and we just did the uh co-op mode on the playstation showcase where mark uh when i told him we're gonna have some folks he's like wait you're gonna have this for how long we're gonna be on for 80 minutes i don't have the time guys um so mark mark bowed out and then we had a couple guests so famous seamus and uh andrew simichek joined us for that so we're trying some different things and and mark with the canardian corner and and you and lauren are, are doing some cool stuff and i know more stuff is to come absolutely yeah so good good time to bounce in for a seven day free trial and uh yeah i was i was sad to have to bounce for that but i did watch the playstation showcase um that 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 same night while i kind of finished it while you guys were were doing stuff so um 
Yeah, it, it was a it was a neat showcase. Yeah, we'll talk about that actually in our bonus round about all of the gaming showcases and things coming soon. So you'll get Mark's take on the, the showcase when we get to that point. But with that, Mark, uh, I think it's your most least anticipated part of the show, Vibrant Return, and what will Todd picked? So uh, quick question. Do you know why I picked Vibrant Return today, which is a focus on dogs? I didn't until you you said the dog days of summer. And I'm guessing that's it, but maybe I'm wrong. Close. And my dog, right. my, my wife actually rec- said, oh, the dog's days of summer. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. But there is something else to that. And I'll talk about when we get to what we've been playing okay. um, going from there. But it's dogs focused because I will clue you in now. I've been playing humanity and the main character in humanity is a Shibu Ino. And that's oh. the weird part. So I'm like, oh, dogs, you know characters dogs characters and who have they been in games and things like that so i picked three this week so i picked goofy which at points mark you're you're the disney aficionado i almost picked pluto but i'm like pluto really hasn't been a character you could play in a game so i picked goofy and i'm like but is goofy really a dog i don't know he looks like a dog yeah but he also has pluto which is his pet it makes no sense, but we'll go with it. Um, yep. He was in Kingdom Hearts, so he was a playable character that with Donald and Mickey. He was a lot of fun there. Um, then we have the Duck Hunt Dog. Does he have actually have a name? I don't know. I don't know. It's the Nintendo. Guy. Some people call him an asshole, but I don't know if he has a real name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have Parappa the Rapper, a rapping dog who dances. So, yeah. And Mark, did I miss any other like essential dog characters? Well, I mean, you could have gone with like a dog companion or something. You know, dog meat jumps into my my head right away. Um, Or or any kind of sideline dog that you might look up and see on Can You Pet the Dog? Maybe could have picked Nintendogs, uh, the dog from there. All the dogs. Yeah, but I, I think for iconic dogs in, in video games, I think you got a pretty decent mix here. I was torn because I almost picked went wolf because I'm like, is wolf really a dog? Because you have like Amaratsu, who is an Akami, who's the main character, right. one of the greatest characters of all time. So love him. I thought about Wolf Link, right? And then it's Absolutely, like, okay, yeah. you can play as Wolf Link. I got my amiibo out there. So I'm like, right. mm, what other, you know, so I'm like, it could be, it's, it's a slippery slope, Mark. That's all I could yeah, say. Sure. So I'm like keeping it clear with these are purebred dogs. <laughs> no, no subspecies. They've got to be playable. It's not just petting is not enough. They can't be a game of all dogs, all the dogs. Uh, or we get into like the probably Ubisoft had a dogs with a Z game, I assume, too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so I, I, I was there. If anybody else thinks of any dogs characters that are playable, uh, let us know. Mm. So, Mark. Uh, with these three, and it's really representing, you know, all different platforms and things like that. Uh, we got Goofy, Duck Hunt Dog, and Parappa Rapper. What would you do with these dogs? This is a tough one, man. This is you. You came out swinging on this one. I, I respect just the, like you said, different genres, different platforms, different characters, just in general. What uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with my gut here, and my gut's telling me that duck hunt was one of my favorite games when I was a kid. Like that was like 
NES days, it was like Super Mario, Super Mario 3, like Duck, but like Duck Hunt was way up there, right? Because it was on the same card as Super Mario Brothers. So like I put a ton of time into Duck Hunt. I love that. Game. Oh, yeah. And even though that dog can be a bit of a dick, like you still got to love him, right? Like it's, it's a dog, like dogs just, that's his nature, right? Like you can't change a dog's nature. So I'm going to have to buy Duck Hunt Dog and just, just, you know, show some respect for the classic. Uh, which is, is crazy because Goofy's one of my favorite characters. Um, so that's going to be my rent is Goofy. Just because I've never gotten into the Kingdom Hearts series. Okay. Like Goofy as a character it's himself, whether it's you know Dreamlight Valley or one of the other games that Goofy's kind of appeared in. And usually Mickey takes center stage in those, you know, and, and Goofy just kind of shows up. Um so just because you picked specifically Goofy from Kingdom Hearts, it's going to be a rent because it's one of those series that I'm always like, is there a Goof Troop game? Have, is uh, there yeah. another game with Goofy's been like a main character maybe or, or a character? Because really? there's been a lot of Disney games and I'm thinking, yeah. well, has there been like a, another one? But yeah. Yeah. No, I, I do like I, I like the, the Kingdom Hearts. I like that you picked that. And it's going to be my that's going to be my rent because I'd like to try it. I'd like to give kingdom hearts a, a go and and just see what it's all about don't know if i'd buy it yet maybe after i i rented it for a bit it would turn into a buy um but i think that's a really good rent and i think my return is going to have to be parappa the rappa because i just i never i tried that game at a friend's house i just kind of like it was like okay it is what it is it was it 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 was an early pioneer of the music genre but i think other games kind of took that and and moved on. So um, never a mascot that I really associated with strongly. So that's going to be my return. Any Parappa the Rappa diehard fans, you know, come at me. Um, I just didn't own a PlayStation. So that's it. Um, so they're my picks. Okay. Okay. Parappa the Rappa, his crew's coming by, his posse. They're going to go do a drive-by of your house, Mark. So be prepared for the right. for the onslaught of the, uh, the the down south rap crew. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Okay. Uh, what about you? What are you picking? Oh, this is a tough one because um, my love for Kingdom Hearts kind of died with two. So, um, But Goofy was a good character because he was a support. He was doing what you needed. He was still Goofy, but he was still doing really cool things you'd never seen Goofy do before. So and the fact that they would give him different abilities and looks like like during like the Little Mermaid level, he was a tortoise under the sea. It's very cool. He had different cosmetics. It was always fun. And he had different support structures that actually helped you. So I thought from a perspective, from a gameplay I think of he is the outstanding one in this field of characters. Um, uh, so I would say buy Goofy because I think he's useful. He's a good companion. And, I, you know, I love his names. Gorsh, Mark. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to beat some ass. That's a so, good one. You like, like that? It. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'll break it out. I'll break yeah. that out eventually in the future maybe for some 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 fun. But, yeah, Goofy. You got it, man. Uh, from that point, though, Parappa the Rapper is probably my number two because um, it was a lot of fun. And it was just this weird, wacky. This is like almost 
respect of what PlayStation was doing in PlayStation 1, they put a lot of weird stuff on their consoles. And it was just like, oh, we're going to make this game about a rapping dog where he's his his sensei, a rapping uh, onion guy telling him what to do. And he it was just weird. And the raps were kind of odd and that it was the rhythm game. And I was never very good at it, but I always respected his game and, the you know, the rap game, you know, Parappa. I mean, he needs a remix tape. I mean, he needs to relaunch and come back because I think it's his time to be on TikTok doing all the things. So, um, and I, I think he should come back in some fashion because uh, I think his time has been uh, brought out. I mean, it's been like 20 plus years, Mark. I mean, that's like, he's a classic now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then Duck Dog, man. I mean, I did play him in Smash Bros, which was a lot of fun. I have the Ami- I think I had the Amiibo. I'm not sure if I still have it or not. But um, he is just, he, I, I, unless you feel like he's motivating you through hate, or, or and, and being barbs. I mean, other than that, I mean, he's just not a nice guy. I don't know. He's like he's like the dog that poops on your lawn and like doesn't clean up and his owner doesn't even clean up and he doesn't ask him to. I don't know. I mean, he'll still go after the ducks for it. He just also laughs if you miss one. Like he's helpful. A great character in Smash Brothers. Oh yeah, yeah, great Garrett character. But I'm just, I'm just thinking from you know the fact from a video game that all he's doing there. I mean, people have nightmares of this dog taunting them. That's not helpful. Yeah, no. Oh god, yeah, good times. So, so there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm returning the duck hunt dog. So, folks, let us know your choices. Hopefully, you agree or disagree. And you know what? Uh, This isn't probably the last animal focused by return we'll have. Uh, Can't guarantee we'll. Pick a, a, a species or a breed that you enjoy. Yeah. So with that, Mark, um, we're getting to what we, what you plan. Uh, so mm-hmm. just to give you a hint before you get what you're like, I did defeat uh, uh, Jedi Survivor, so you don't have to worry about spoilers. I am done with the game. So with that, okay. I'll turn it over to you. All right. Yeah. So that's the main thing I've been playing. I've been. You know, dabbling a little bit here and there on different games back on my my RG35XX. And, uh, you know, I shared the other day on Instagram, I was playing like an old Star Wars game, like episode three on GBA. So Um, was that good? I mean, is it just fun or was it good? Okay, That was good. uh, Yeah, that that was a good game. Some of the other ones, not so much. Sure. Okay. Um, There was one. Oh, shoot. What was it? I can't remember the name of it. Really tough, really tough to go back to. I don't know if it was be- good or bad back in the day, but like playing it now is just this weird. The camera angle was weird, and the it was like an isometric view. Episode three, the one that I've been playing is like two D side scroller, beat 'em up, switch between Obi Wan and Anakin, and it's okay. just fun. Uh, you you power up. It's it's good stuff. Um, but the reason I've been playing that is like anytime. In between playing Jedi Survivor, I was still looking for some some cool Jedi action. But yeah, I finished Jedi Survivor. I'm still playing it, which is crazy because I still have Tears of the Kingdom. Um, but I keep going back to Jedi Survivor because I want to get more stuff. I want to unlock more upgrades. I want to see parts of the map that I still haven't explored mm-hmm. on several different planets. Uh, it's It's crazy how much this game has just sunk its teeth into me to distract me this much from a Zelda game. I, I mentioned that last time and I, it's still the case this time where I've finished the darn game and I'm still going back. Uh, so Jedi survivor, I'm going to go full spoiler. So if you haven't played the game, um, 
are not like full, full spoilers, but like I'm going to hit on some story beats. So if you haven't played the game, if you're waiting for it, and if you don't want to f- hear anything, now's your chance to skip forward a little bit and uh, we'll, we'll come back. So three, two, one, time's up. All right, Jedi Survivor. Uh, holy crap. I was not expecting some of the stuff that happened in the story. So the, the twist of like this high Republic Jedi coming back and you're fighting, Hey, he like he and his, his little minion fellow her big minion fellow. Um, and I thought that was going to be it. Like I thought you beat them. I did the final fight. It was tough. He's whipping me with one arm and like, you know, there's, there's crazy stuff. I thought that was going to be it. And you were going to kind of go back and like, everything was going to be peachy. And it's like, you know, Oh, we have to go back to this planet. We have to do this. And I'm like, maybe it's just kind of set up for like, you go back and they finally kind of all regroup and whatever. And then you get this plot twist of someone in your team being a traitor. And I was like, I didn't see that one coming. I just, they completely threw me for a loop, completely set off a whole new path for the game to go down, new areas to explore, new like undercover in uh, in an Imperial, um, was it the ISB uh, facility? Uh, Just insane stuff that I really, I thought this game was done and they hit me with all this kind of stuff. And you have to go after Bode who has a daughter and you can kind of feel the tension. Like Mm -hmm. I was feeling that in my soul of like, what would I do? I can't kill some guy in front of his. How do you do that? And like, you kind of understand like he's a bit justified. Like that's the only thing that matters and I can get that. But at the same time, like you want this to help other people in the galaxy and you want him to kind of come around and you confront him. And the, the moment of like, even his daughter saying like, you, you know, daddy stop. Yeah. yeah. You got to stop. Like they're, and they're trying so hard to bring him back around and to be like, we don't like, just, just cooperate with us. We can forgive you for killing these people or getting these people killed. Also, Sears fight with Darth Vader. Holy oh, God. Playing as Seer Mark, she was amazing. I'm like, wow, Insane. I want to play with her. She's yeah. so cool. I loved it. That was so such a good. great fix there. Like, wow, I love that. Yep. So, so good. Uh, and just, yeah, man, she was just, and, and but that, that fight with Darth Vader, just her whole section was incredible. And then, like, finding out that basically Bode got her and other so many other people killed and still having cal and marin say like listen man we we can forgive you this is going to be okay you just need to just lay down your weapon we're going to figure this out and you know for for even his daughter to accept like nah y'all got to kill him like he's gone and she was was she passed out when it all happened because that was the one part i couldn't figure out like does she know what really happened to her dad? Cause I, I thought so. she might yeah. have no, been knocked she out. Was, she was Does she know that? Okay. I think Marin just kind of grabbed her and took her out of the way, but I think oh, she, I, I don't okay. think she watched it go down exactly, okay. but I think she was like cognizant of like, cause I thought, I thought Marin took her out of like, like out of the cave area to protect her. So she may not have seen how he died. Yeah. I don't know if she actually witnessed like, cause 
because Cal would have because that would have been a tough conversation with like, oh, you killed my daddy. Sorry. Oh, sorry. We're still in sports. So so that's okay. No, we're still. Yeah. Full. Yeah. Full sport. Yeah. I mean, I think she seems like she's a pretty smart kid. She seems like she knows what's going on and she knew what they had to do. Like at no point in that did I watch it thinking that like she is going to try to avenge her dad. Like she knows he's gone at that point. And she just basically says like, I really hope you guys can do something, but you're probably going to have to kill him is essentially like the vibe I got from her. And she didn't, well, she even mentioned like daddy changed when mom passed. Yeah. 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 So she kind of knew it was up. And I mean, to your point, that's like, they get to the point where, um, where they did the, um, essentially the the the, uh, the bar- burning of the bodies and she mm-hmm. was there for that and then they yeah. did follow up with her to actually talk to her and they so i i like the fact that they're not ignoring the elephant in the room but they're also treating it with care and they're hoping to say we're not going to let you have to deal with all of these demons on your own and we're here to help you deal with it which is great yeah i mean they they basically just adopted this girl so it's like cal and Marin who finally gave into their, their feelings and accepted God. And Cal. Cal finally said, you know what? The order is dead. The Jedi order is dead. I can still be a Jedi for the most part, but like I can have attachments. I have them anyway. I love you. You love me. Let's make this work. And it's, uh, I, Best I couple in Star Wars, man. man. I don't care. What anybody says. They're the least dysfunctional of all the couples. <laughs> yeah. And now they just suddenly have a kid together. Uh, who they've adopted from uh, someone that they they both killed as a team, which is so that's what brings all uh, couples together, Mark. That's it. Yeah, Star Wars is about found family, however weird ways you find it. Hey, you need a kid, uh, kill the parents. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I I just I thought this was such an excellent excellent Star Wars story and an excellent game. They improved every part of it. I think I talked about this before. The yeah combat traversal. There's so much stuff, but. Uh, the story was like last time I didn't want to say any spoilers or really get into it that much, but um, holy crap, man, this was, this was great. And I don't know where they're going next, but it it was funny because I was talking to Sean Nias who is, he's in the throes. I'm like, Oh, you've got a good 15 to 20 hours left, Sean. So keep going. Um, And um, it it makes me think that like, I don't truly know where this game is going, but we both kind of shared that, with Cal surviving, it gets you to think of like, is it time to now incorporate him into the mythology even further? Because it just can't be a scenario where like, if he's so involved with rebellion to say that no one had ever heard of him and he's obviously more advanced than, than, than Luke is. And Obi-Wan's the only other one that's really, you know, of a power. So I'm like, I'm curious if they're going to incorporate him because I would hate to say like, oh, and he died or he was never seen again. That's why you never saw. So I would love to have him be involved in something in the future because he's what, 25 at this point. And it's what is it? How many years before? I mean, and it's like, is it is this like five years before episode four? Three? Yeah, we're we're creeping up on probably Obi-Wan territory at this point because they're talking about. So this is, they're talking about the hidden path. So they're, they don't really, and that's the, the neat thing about this is the hidden path stuff so far has only really been dabbled in the Obi-Wan TV show. And we got the name mm-hmm. drop of another Jedi in there is Quinlan Voss. 
and we don't see him really pop mm-hmm. up in the, the sequels or the original trilogy or anything else. So if Cal's focus is on getting people through the hidden path, going to this secret planet that the which Empire is hidden from find. everyone else. So he's essentially hidden. No one else knows about it. So they could mm. be, but yeah, yeah, you could really take him out of the original trilogy of even you know the the path got cut off or something like that he's trapped on this planet and he comes back and has no clue what's going it's like one it's no no feedback to say things are worse now or you know thing yeah we need your help yeah so there's a lot of stuff that they could do same kind of thing that they've done with ahsoka which is like she's been there but she's been in the periphery if 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 the big battle's over here she's way the hell off in the outer outer rim uh, doing whatever with Thrawn and Ezra and, and all that kind of stuff that we're going to find out in the Ahsoka show. Yeah. So there's there's ways to, I think, integrate Cal into live action stuff, which I'd love to see, uh, but also really explain away any kind of story because they're going the hidden path route rather than he's another Jedi helping the rebellion, helping the rebels, helping build this up. He's not, he's not with the ghost crew. He's not with Ahsoka. He's not no. doing that kind of stuff. They're all zigging this way and he is zagging in a very very different direction but an important one nonetheless over with again like quinlan voss and and the the people that were hinted at and kind of referenced in the obi-wan show but we really haven't gone down that path too much so uh really really interesting they could go anywhere with the next one because again they're technically really in in a very different part of the galaxy than most of the stuff we've seen yeah, and, and at the point of the character himself, the actor, um, if they said he does show up in like the Ahsoka time frame of like the, the, the new shows post Jedi, it's like what ten extra years. So he's he doesn't have to worry about looking like oh he looks that much older. He's you know a good looking guy and he ages well and so he shows yeah. up and it's like he shows up. That would be cool. I would love it. I would think that's great. It's like oh another great Jedi and Marin shows up and that adds an extra level of cool characters that were part of that mythos from Clone Wars and stuff that I really dig to show up as well and be a continuation of it. And she's on her own and I like that. Yeah. And the fact that then maybe they have a Jedi baby, Mark. Mm. Ten years well, later, and, and, and Bode's daughter, uh, yeah, potentially force sensitive. He was a absolutely a Jedi kept it secret. So you have a night sister and a Jedi with a potentially force sensitive adopted child, and then they could have their own and and have you know like they could be two students at Ray's new school, and you just kind of hear about Cal and Marin, yeah, in passing or kind of see them, and they can age the actors up or do whatever they want to because at that point they'd be kind of fairly old, right? Um, yeah. But like, there's a lot to do with with that character and this like kind of kind of growing family. Do you know what the is the actress who plays Marin? Does she look at all like Marin? Is she like a oh, very much so, yeah. oh, okay. Well, that even yeah. better. Then and then Grease can show up because he's a CGI character, and then he's a good guy, and he's just the you know you know. And then BD One shows up because we love him. So yeah, I love it. Yes, absolutely. So I yeah, this is so far. I I need to get back into tears of the kingdom and I, I put that on my list but i've i've only played only a little bit more just kind of exploring around okay. more, doing a couple of shrines that i found uh you know i got like the the horses back so i got my opponent and the horses that i had from the first have you used any of the amiibo yet i have yeah i was just gonna that, that okay. was the next kind of thing i scanned in my amiibo got some um a couple of outfits and stuff a couple of pieces here and there but um 
for the most part, I've just been messing around and building things and trying weird stuff and just exploring different corners. I haven't really progressed the story much. And that's because I've been so distracted by Jedi Survivor. So, so far, Jedi Survivor is like my game of the year. But as I get more into Tears of the Kingdom, I'm expecting that to kind of pass it. But story-wise, I don't know if Tears of the Kingdom is going to have it over Survivor because that's not the game that they're going for. I don't think they're going for deep story narrative in Tears of the Kingdom rather than like build your oh. own narrative as you well, explore, right? So. Yeah, and I have my contrarian son. He's right there. So we had a great conversation about Tears of the Kingdom last night, which is great because he's so far deep and he is he is like talking about the story beats that he loves. So and I'm like a little struggling with inconsistency of like, oh, they do like three lines of voice acting and then it's back to like no voice acting and the weird grunts and moans that sound a little bit as Sean had pointed out it sounds a little sexual some of those moans Mark uh, so it's weird it's a weird decision in regards to like I mean and obviously it comes down to probably paying the voice actors localization all that stuff because they don't want to do it for every actor totally get that but in the cutscenes it does feel a little weird when it's like they have a cutscene it's like it just stops but the rest of the yeah. cutscene is like weird just reading text so it's a little disconcerting but um uh, I, one last thing before Jedi Survivor. So are you going, one of the things, my regrets, I'm probably not going, I, I actually sent the game back. My regrets is I didn't get to do more of the bounty hunter missions, which I felt like that mm. is what's giving BD1 all of the extra upgrades. And that character is awesome. So are you doing more of those? Yep. I'm okay. hunting down several bounty hunters as okay. I explore more of the world. I took two of them out the other night, like in a row, very quick succession. And uh, yeah, it's it's fun. That's what I mean by like, exploring more. Oh yeah, and delving more in, upgrading both myself and er, like Cal and, and BD. And uh, yeah, it's there's a lot more to do. It's crazy. Okay, last question on Jedi Survivor. Uh, yeah. Did you get the rag? Did you get the the Rancor? Yes, because I that was one of the first things I did in the game when I got there, and I got destroyed. I said I would go back, and I didn't. And so did you kill the Rancor? I did, yes. Okay, good job. Yeah, yeah it's not good to go early on in the game because you will nope. get one hit a kill. Yeah. No, one hit, one, one hit uh, chomped, I guess. And I, I still haven't gone back to, so I, I went back and got the Rancor, but I haven't gone back to the uh, old the googly eyes frog frog stupid thing that, yeah. again, one shots you. The terror um, of uh, <laughs> of the yeah. first Jedi game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, found that thing and it chomped me, and I was like, "Well, shit, nope. I guess I'm not going back there." Uh, and I still, I, 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 I should because I, I haven't gone back since like really, really early on in that. Got it. Yeah, it was. A, it was. A, I love some of those touchstones that are still there. So, and, and it's great because if you really love the game, like Sean was, we were talking about. It's like if you don't want to leave the game, you don't have to, which is great. There's so much more to do. It doesn't shut it off once you finish the game, which I appreciate. And there's those uh, tears in the Jedi fabric where you go in and yeah. you're like, hey, there's a billion clone uh, like bots and all these things, and you have to finish it within a certain time. Like those are fun little challenges, which are great too. Yeah. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff just hidden around, and like I, I finished this game in about 35 hours, and that's with a decent amount of like exploring yeah. and stuff while I was playing it. But like, I really think I could put another 20 to 30 hours into this exploring. Like, it seems like it's pretty meaty. It's it seems like a game that EA would be silly not to offer more content for. 
uh, considering yep. it's you know three to four to whatever more years until the next one, and they left it open ended. Uh, we don't know where it's going, but it would be cool if they did like an expansion to it, which would be a lot of fun. I could see them doing that because that world where you're at, it seems like there's more mysteries and more things to to, to explore. You're, you're spoiling something. I'm going to predict later. Oh no! I will stop. <laughs> it's all right. My goodness. Okay, well, we'll move on. So, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, so, like, I mean, if you had to predict, because, like, right now, uh, with Nintendo, after a week, you can see how many hours you've got in the game. So, Mark, are you saying you're, uh, where would you say you're at? Like, under five? Uh, no, I'd say closer to, like, 10 to 12 okay. hours, maybe. Got it. I'm probably, I think it said I was at 16 in the game. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have not beaten a temple. Uh, I have gone underground. Mm-hmm. I have not done a ton of shrines, um, and I have unlocked two of the towers, which okay. right. do the towers, because the only thing, yeah. the, the benefit it does is explores the terrain, opens some things up, and I am uh, on the path to go to my first major village, uh, to go to my first uh, temple, which is the, um, the, the, the flying people. I'm going to them. I found them. Uh, and that's about the only way you can get to them is through one of those um, towers because to get there, you need you don't have enough stamina and you don't have enough battery power to fly there with the device. So, um, And that's kind of my path. And my only recommendation this game is get all of your key powers and get some gear that helps you survive the cold. That's yeah. the only thing I'll tell you. Without that stuff, you're going to not enjoy yourself, and you'll feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel listless. Um, they give you some points, to, to, to and I think that's a, a point of the game, is they give you more direction than the last game did, but there's so much more to do in this game that it can feel overwhelming. Absolutely. Um, Mark, uh, have you met the sign man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, twice. Um that's the, the most ridiculous, fun thing in the world. And I was going around my neighborhood. I was walking the dog, and I saw someone's. No, no, I put this on social media. You might have saw it, where a guy had in real real world. He has his his mailbox, but instead of just replacing the post, he's putting all these like things to fix it and to keep it up. And I'm like, I'm like, that's exactly what I do for all these signs in Tears of the Kingdom. That I'm like, Link's been here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the last one I did was I I let Finn guide me on the build, and uh, he wanted to add wheels, which did not work. And that was a that was a fun uh, just letting him. I was like, okay, we have to help this guy make the sign stand up. And I showed him, and the guy dropped the sign. So I said, what can we do? And I just grabbed a piece of wood and I kind of threw it in there. I was like, what else can we add? And he's like, oh yeah, wheels. It's like we um. <laughs> how about I build a cart after we fix this sign? He's like, nah, wheels. Yep. Yeah. So it took me a little while to fix the second sign that I found, but uh, we fixed that. Then I dismantled it and we built a cart with the wheels and I had some fun. So he's been helpful ish. Um, I have been saying that I'm really giving up on any creations for mobility until I can get a steering wheel. There is a steering wheel. I've seen it. Yeah. I've, there's shocks in this game to build like almost like a fully functional vehicle at Ford. I'm assuming, assuming Mark Ford yeah. should partner with Tears of the Kingdom Nintendo and say, here's your Ford dev- designed like Mach-E 
in all of those mechanics. Right, Mark? Uh, yes, absolutely. I had a motorcycle in the first game. It's going to be a Mustang walkie in this one. And the E stands for Epona. Exactly. It looks like a horse. It's great because Mustangs and horses, it just works together. Yeah. The, the, and, and it is, I know they did that in like, what was it? Corporations were like uh, funding and making their islands in Animal Crossing. So I think corporations just need to make their own designs, partner with Nintendo. I don't think people get mad. Like if it was like, oh, here's a McDonald's, here's a um, here's Cadillac, here's this. And yeah, why not? Like to see it. We had, uh, was, it, was it Mercedes? In, in Mario Kart 8? Oh, yeah, that's right. They did all those weird, yeah, like, cross promotions. It was, yeah. it was very odd, but it's fun. it's fun. I think people enjoy it in this this mode. Um, uh, it, it's it's a really, you know, in, in, and I get frustrated with the game. I get so frustrated that I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this game. I hate it. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, I'll go back and play. I'm like, oh, I'm finding the fun again. Um, so it's weird because Logan's recommendations are to me are frustrating at times, but it's, it's, he's, he's, he knows how to play the game. I am less attuned and he's like, don't get hearts, dad, get stamina. But I'm like, I'm getting one shot hit by the lamest dude in the world. He goes, we'll get that. (laughs) (laughs) Get good. It is a tough balance between hearts and stamina though, especially early on. Like you don't know, you don't want to get one shotted by, you know, thing with a slingshot or something but like at the same time you also want to be able to climb it it, it is tough. if you got killed by an octorok just like out of the blue i mean it's like is that your legacy the yeah. hero of champions and killed that way it's like oh god he died on the toilet like elvis <laughs> yeah. that's your legacy <laughs> yep oh my goodness so um um do you have a favorite like power up or ability so far It's going to sound basic, but I think Master Hand. As much as I thought the uh, the Ascend would be, so far, a lot of it's just been kind of open field, right? Like a lot of where I've been yeah. exploring has been open field. So I haven't used that Ascend. I use it in like a shrine or whatever, but yeah. it's. I just, I love how goofy it is combining things. And just grabbing things and being like, okay, you stick to you and you're sticking over here. And it's like, you can get a three-year-old designing a car. And it's just great. I, we built a ridiculous three-wheeled car and it was hilarious. And Finn had a good time. And I just started sticking stuff together. And we, again, no steering wheel. So I just like point it in the best direction and hoped for the best. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's so fun. That's what about you? Um, I would agree because the fuse part is pretty limited because you have to have a weapon that's there plus something that you can apply it to. And some of those are fun, um, but you realize, oh, half the time you make a mistake. You're like, oh, I fused it. You can't unfuse. So that's kind of frustrating. Um, And some of the abilities like in your shield, like that can get more creative with your shield because you could put like, I hear people get, they eventually get a, a, a spring. They get different things where it's like, oh, you can move people back or you can do different things. Um, I've had a shield that has a fire blast. So when you put the shield on, it shoots fire, which is a kind of a cool, like, oh, it's it's now it's offensive uh, versus that, but that it runs out. But uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't found too much excitement yet in the fuse. It does add it fixes the durability for a lot of people, I think, which is great. Yeah. Um, 
let's see. Uh, and I've the arrow fuse is the greatest thing in the world because it's so fast. It's so easy. It's so intuitive. And I wish that fusing was more like that, yeah. but it's not. But it's still the greatest. It's like, oh, I want a bomb. I want this. I want that. And you can just do it so intuitively, which is great. Um, uh, send, yeah, to the point. It's like, yeah, it seems like it's more of a of the time. I don't find something in combat where it would be useful. Um, the time, the time reversal. I'm struggling with that one because it feels like by the time I I can get to it and use it, like my device that I sent off into the wild with all of the, the engines is already gone. I can't get back. It's like, oh, I, I can't reach it. So it feels like it's 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 if it was a little bit more like, boom, I got it. Boom, I can return it. It would be more useful because I've seen how people use it, like returning projectiles. And I'm like, I haven't found my path to do that yet effectively. Maybe I will. Um I haven't got any of the abilities yet that are tied to the temples yet, but I know they're going to come. And I, I'm assuming that's going to be very similar to the champions. So no spoilers there. Um, but yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, other than that, um, I have some, I, I found a, a set of like warm weather gear that Logan doesn't even have. And it's like worth a lot. So I'm like, I feel like I've won in a lot of ways. <laughs> so I'm like, Hey, yeah, I did something it. that he didn't. Woo. And that's part of the thing. It's like everybody has a story to tell in this game. And that's part of the fun. Like, I'm going to Rito Village. But you could go to one of four different, like, main points if you wanted to. So it's really everyone's story is going to be the same. So hopefully everybody finds a story that's really compelling to them. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, this this game will not end for anybody anytime soon because it's like 80 hours is like the average I've seen for people that have reviewed the game. So and that's probably them being focused to make sure they're showing everything for those of us who are more laissez faire. I don't know how long this will take. I was like 80 hours in the Breath of the Wild, Mark. I don't know how long it took you to be eight, let Breath of the Wild. I, I was over 100 by the time okay. I was like I, I finished by the time I I, I like did the final boss thing. I think I was over a hundred or maybe just under a hundred by the time I was kind of like ready to put the game down. I was inching closer to two. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. 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 I've been playing this for a bit. Yeah. And I didn't find Terry town in the, the first game. So I'm kind of a loser. Didn't do, didn't do the bowling oh. thing. Yeah. So I missed a lot. I know I did. And I kind of wished in this game, where in the first game, Breath of the Wild, a part of the DLC packs, they showed like your path of where everywhere you've gone and they show it on a map. I just wish that was part of the game now. So I could see mm-hmm. it like, oh, I missed this part right now. So I feel like it's, I mean, but I know that's incentive to go back. It so, is. It is in the game. oh, wait, this coming in for my son who's talking to me from the background. What did you say? It is. Oh, he's, oh, he's saying it, it is. is in the game. Oh, that's right. It is in the game. Say, I have seen a couple of like, here's, oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. okay. So I missed that. So that's thank you, Nintendo. You you listen to Todd. They just did it right now as we were talking, Mark. I can tell. Um, okay, so very good. So if you guys are playing Tears of the Kingdom, let us know your thoughts because this is a big game to chew on, especially as new games are coming out. Well, myself, uh, along with those games, I've been playing a few others. So, uh, and I think this game will be of interest to you. Uh, it's called Cassette Beasts. It's come out on. Uh, Xbox Game Pass. It was on PC earlier. Now it's on actual console. And if you're looking on YouTube, it's actually my background. This game should speak to you, Mark. This is a Pokemon game that is not a Pokemon game. Um, It is... uh, 
it's a cool mix of HD2D, similar to the Square Enix games they've been doing, which is very oh. fun. It's it's really cool. And it's taking like the Pokemon trope, but you're a kid, girl. You can choose whoever you want to be. You can pick all of your things on your character creation uh, that travels to this world. And that's how it opens up. And you're trapped with this whole town who's trapped. They're saying, hey, welcome to our town. Bad news is you're trapped here. And um, but part of our um, culture is we capture these beasts, these on cassettes, which is the weirdest part in the world. So it's dealing with almost like tapes that you use. And that's part of the aesthetic. So you can record them to capture them. So instead of Pokeballs, you've got tapes, Mark, cassettes. Um, And within that, you can play, rewind different things, or you can choose your abilities of your characters. So if the Pokemon or these in this world cassettes, it's very much like a Pokemon aesthetic. So like fire, uh, water, air types, and you've got a companion along with you. And the whole point is you aren't you when you actual attack, you're actually assuming the form of one of these beasts. So, um, and your companion is as well. So you've got a companion with you who's uh, doing that. And then you can also along the way summon a previous beast you fought as a third playable character in this turn-based RPG. And then you've got different aesthetics. You can bring in like items and different things. So it's a mixture of like Final Fantasy RPG plus Pokemon. And um, they, it's pretty fun. And I could see where somebody who loves this genre would love it as, you know, there's maybe not a new Pokemon to play. This could be fun. And people that are only on Xbox could also experience it. And this game, I think, is perfect for cloud streaming. I think it's because it, it's it's turn-based. It's not a Twitch game. So I think it's a lot of fun. I love the aesthetics. It's very cute. Uh, the beasts are very fun, and they're, they're very cute. I mean, it, it follows the Pokemon trend very well. Uh, but there's another layer to this game. It feels like Undertale. It's a little creepy at times. Ah. So you meet this, like, demon monster in the underground as you're exploring like the, the overworld and doing things like that. And then this character pops up and basically says, I'm a demon and we have to battle. So we do. And then we, we, we take her down and she says, Oh, but if you want to return back to your world and I want to return back to my demon world, um, I can help you um, to, and the whole village return back where they're because everyone's trapped. So it's kind of like you're making a deal with the devil and you don't know if that's going to be it, but it feels like undertale in the way they treat it in the way it's kind of creepy. So I, I was surprised when I saw it. I'm like, I had no clue that was part of it. And I'm like, that's pretty neat. So it's adding, adding a layer of, um, complexity that, um, I don't think Pokemon has something like that. And a lot of people like that undertale aesthetic. It's a little Indian, little edgy to the Pokemon mechanics. So it's almost like taking Pokemon and saying, Hey, let's make it a little different with a different audience, especially people that are into undertale and some of those other type of games. So, um, I would check it out because I found a lot there that was really cool. And I think just even streaming it, Mark, I think you'll know very quickly. And I think it will work streaming very well and you'll know if it's well worth it or not. And I don't know the depth of Pokemon, things like that, but there's also another mechanic where you actually fuse with your partner into a unique collaborative, uh, unique beast, which is kind of cool too. So it's a neat, I I really respect what they did. Uh, and I was looking at the developer, they made a game previously and the developers called bitten biten studios. And in 2020, they made a game called Lena's inception. It's very much a, uh, uh, a link to the past type game. Oh, 
So I think they know that type of Nintendo heritage, and mm-hmm. it's it's very good. It's got great Steam reviews, and it looks like the game looks the old game, Lena Inception, looks like a link to the past. So um it seems like they're just leaning into that and the game's only like 10 bucks on uh steam and it might be even cheaper and this game if you want to buy it i think it's like 20 bucks if you don't want to just play on game pass and it's cool and the the uh cutscenes are beautiful they're like anime uh very well done um and it's neat and the music's and the music's actually has a soundtrack with like human vocals and things like that too so it, there's a lot here so i definitely check it out very cool. Um, and then lastly, uh, Humanity is a game that just came out. Um, Humanity is a game by the Tetris. Uh, is it Tetris Effects? Tetris. I'm blanking on it. It's, a, it's the most recent version of Tetris, Tetris um, that's been on like Xbox and things like that. Um, they've made many, many different games. Uh, their, uh, their style is very... I don't even know how to put it. It's just weird. And they're very, uh, it's, they set a mood. And the new, most recent game is, I'm just looking at this, who the, the developer is. And unfortunately, with a name like Humanity, it doesn't bring back, like the SEO is bad for a game because it's just like, oh, Humanity, the study of humans and things like that. So uh, Humanity is developed by um, that game company or that limited edition They've made many other games, Tetris Effect, uh, a few others, uh, Luminous. And um, this game, it's the best way to put it, and it's it's on PS Plus Extra right now for free. If you own that service, you get this game. It's on PS Plus uh, Extra for PS4 and PS5, and also PS5 and VR2. And the best way to describe this game is it would be like Lemmings, and Echo Chrome. So Echo Chrome was like a weird game where it would play on PlayStation Vita and PSP, where it would play with like almost like in a um, Geiger, not Geiger, um, Escher as well, like dealing with like three D views and what goes up, what goes down. And uh, the Lemmings uh, aesthetic of it is you're a Shibu Ina, Inu, the dog, and you're leading humanity humans like a, a, a just a just in, in place of lemmings you've got humans and you have to lead them to a place to to go up to heaven and they go up like a rapture i guess is the best way to put it so you're leading humans to the rapture mark in this game and um that's the the main goal the cool part is you are not actually um hurt by having humans die along the way. So it's not the number of humans. You don't have to, it's like a continuous feed. <laughs> so we've got too many humans. Um, and along the way, you have to, the, the big part becomes like these things called goldies, which are like big golden idols to a sense that you have to lead. And if you get the goldies there, it unlocks different abilities. So it's getting humans there, but the goldies are the big part that unlocks different abilities and things, which are well worth it um, along the way. And it's so cool because you can change the terrain. uh, You get different abilities, like telling the humans which direction to go. Uh, You can make them jump. Um, make them a long jump, high jump. Um, and I've only gotten to the beginning of it. I beat the tutorial and went from there. Um, it's crazy, but it is 
one of those games that's like that one more round to figure it out because maybe I want instead of just only getting one goldie, I want two goldies because goldies give you the extra abilities and what they can do, they let you rewind, rewind time, uh, move the the level around from a different perspective to say, did I miss something? And it's really cool. I mean, it's it's a mind bender. And and I've heard on VR too, it's amazing. Like because you're actually in the level, overseeing like a god, and moving okay. things around in real time. So it's it's really well done. And just when you start seeing the mass of humanity and the way the dual sense gives you feedback and the sound, it's really immersive. So I was really impressed by it. So um, I don't know if it's a, like the the game to get for PSVR two right now, but it is something that makes another recommendation because it's one more game going there. Right. You're, you're definitely right with the, like the SEO kind of thing. Cause I even typed in Google humanity game and only three out of the top 10 image results showed me images from this game. The rest are cards against humanity. The game. Exactly. That was the part I'm like, I, cause I was thinking maybe I'll do a gift background for my background here so you can see the craziness, but I'm like, I couldn't find enough there to find yeah. a gif even. Yeah. 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 Well, wow, sounds interesting though. It, it definitely is. I'm not big into like the puzzle games like that. I give up very quickly. I'm like, I get, I get what they're going for and I move on. I don't know if I'll go back to it or not, but it, the, the it even I was talking to Sean Nias and it's like, they're digging the game. Like Henry's digging it. So it seems like a game that really will open your mind to how to, solve a problem because it is that way it's like okay i can solve it this way but i also have to solve it this way and sometimes it's four directions of traffic that you have to figure out how to get your humans and the goldies together and and there's going to be push mechanics i've seen mark where they've got lightsabers where the humans have to fight each other and they have to fight other things it's just weird but it's cool it's just it's unique it's a unique game so this is why we play to see these weird things so Mm-hmm. Check out Humanity, uh, especially if you have PS Plus Extra because you get it for free. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what we've been playing, folks. If you've been playing something else that we should check out, let us know. But now it's time to get to the bonus round, Mark. And uh, it, it's really gaming uh, showcase season. Uh, some things we know about, some things are still TBD. We talked about last week uh, on our PlayStation Showcase, kind of like what we what we thought of the PlayStation Show. And uh, Mark, you weren't able to be on the show because you had limited time. You're like, Todd, I don't have 80 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, we're probably going to go along. And you were right. We went 80 minutes to talk about the PlayStation Showcase because there was a lot there, good and bad. Uh, mm-hmm. So with that, really quick, before we get into the rest of these showcases that are going to come out, um, what were your takes from the PlayStation Showcase? Did you think it was enough to get people like yourself to get into PlayStation? Uh, I, I thought overall it was a really good showcase. I thought there was a lot of CG, a lot of trailers that really didn't show, uh, to me like enough, you know, show me a little bit of gameplay or that's when you could have interjected with a person. They only really had a person talking a couple of times for very limited, amount of stuff. It was kind of like, Hey, we know you want some trailers. So here it is. And then at the end it was just kind of like, thanks for watching. We have one more. So I think there are a few that were like CG trailers, pretty vague. And, and they could have had someone like just come up and say like, Hey, uh, Concord is going to be this type of game. That's neat. Um, you know, but otherwise I thought it was a pretty strong showing. I thought, you know, obviously Spider-Man two looks 
absolutely incredible. I freaked out when Bungie announced a new marathon game because I played the original like. Uh, oh yeah, you're a Mac. You're a Mac guy. I mean, that's a that's that and uh, what was the other game that they had back in the day? Was it Myth? Was the other Bungie game? Yeah, no Myth. That was like their turn. There, that was like their uh, RPG game uh, or yeah, strategy game. I did play Marathon yeah. though. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they, yeah, I, I thought they had some some really really cool looking stuff. I'm glad Beat Saber's finally on uh, PlayStation VR two. It kind of like. That's what people look like or look for. Uh, it's one of those staples of VR that people are like, ah, Beat Saber, I heard that was neat. Um, there, I thought there was something for everyone here. There was there. It was a really impressive showcase. I loved, again, aside from here and there, a couple of little things where I would have liked something accompanying like a real CG trailer. I thought just having an hour and 10 minutes of trailer after trailer after trailer after trailer was amazing. I don't want a talking head the whole time, maybe here and there interjected, but like, holy crap, man, they just, they just brought it out. Like every single one of my notes was like from something as simple as like cat quest. I was like, hell yeah. I love the first cat quest game. That's, that's great. And what was it Pirates called? The Pirates of the Furbian. <laughs> my son loves those games. He, he yeah. is eating those yeah. games up. They're so cute. Yeah. Amazing. Um, to like just uh, what was the one that was like just crazy? Oh man, that's a like crazy world building and the the animals that you can check out. Like, oh man, I can't remember what the what it was. It was like a Towers of Agabash. There was that one that was like a was a that, world the, building Tower of Fantasy. I thought looked really good too, but I think it, Towers of Agabash. I that was that was like it. You, you were like in a uh, you had a glider. You had to build a town. And That's one. Kind of, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What I'm thinking of. Um, but I, I thought like t- and then Tower of Fantasy because I was like two tower games kind of caught my interest. Neat. Um, I love that they showed off more about the Assassin's Creed Mirage. I'm going to talk about that in a minute, so I won't. But I, I, I thought overall this was a, this is a great great showing, and while it didn't necessarily aside from Spider-Man make me say like, damn, I need a PS five in my life. Um, like it was, it was a really, really good showcase. It's good to hear. Yeah. Cause I mean, we, we when the three of us talked, we were kind of like at the time we didn't have much time to digest it, which is yeah. so frustrating over time. And, um, I, I liked what I saw from a, um, overall view of PlayStation. The only thing I'm worried about Mark is, and I think you you kind of get this too because you know there's only so many games as service games that can exist and i worried about sony leaning too into this because outside of spider-man there were no games shown from a first party that were not games of service for 2025 so it's like you know or 2024 even it's like so what am i going to be playing if i don't want to get into you know a heist and extraction type like those multiplayer games Mm -hmm. um and so i'm like okay and then there's been rumors about Sony is only going to put out two first party, like big triple A games a year. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so what am I getting next year? And they haven't even told us, but I have heard rumors. So this is coming out the, the thing that Colin Moriarty and others have said that actually they've heard from PlayStation. There's going to be another showcase like coming in August. That's going to actually talk about what's coming in 2024 from like oh, the gosh. main meat of what Sony fans expect. So okay. um, if that's good, I'd like that because I, I do feel like outside of Spider-Man, 
Wolverine got no love. Uh, nobody else. Mm-hmm. There's not a new the, the Uncharted. Uh, or sorry, the uh, the um, Last of Us factions game actually has been delayed. They even called that out. So it's like, ooh. Um, so it, it feels like as a PlayStation fan, it's like I'd like to know what's coming out in twenty twenty four, please, and or twenty twenty three. Uh, no, 2024. My my years are getting messed up, Mark. I'd like to know what's coming out in 2024, like at least till May, so I know year. what I'm buying. Yeah. What's what? What can I play in the next year? That's kind yeah. of what the the thing is, and that's what I thought. Like it was a lot, like you said, a lot of like hero shooters or like the Splatoon ripoff. The like you know there there was a lot of stuff like that, like fo- the foam game or whatever, and like. Just that kind of stuff. Or again, CG trailers where it's like, if you're just showing me a quick CG trailer, is this game going to be ready before 2026? Yeah. Yeah. How can I get excited when I have no clue what I'm doing in the game? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I I thought there was a a little mix of that. Like I thought they could have maybe done like a solid half hour, 45 minute kind of thing and cut out some of that stuff that, you know, I, I think needed either more explanation or didn't need to be shown at all. But like overall, I thought it was good. Yeah. Cause I mean, you think of like the games, it's like, okay, Bungie, he's they're new to Sony. This is the official first showing of a, a Bungie where they're under Sony. And it's like in this game, the marathon game, like, okay, that trailer is cool, but it's like, it's trailer. It's like, there's no, and like, I thought they would be the one to, to bring forward like the meat to say, Hey, we know how to do this. If anybody's going to do this at Sony, it's us. And it's also coming to Xbox, though. So that's the big thing. Bungie has said we're going to say independent, and that's cool. So that means that game will get the biggest audience it can, which is perfect. But just show me what I'm doing, because I know Bungie can do the gameplay great. Um, Yeah. And for stuff like that, like it was really weird to watch this and see no mention of of Microsoft or anyone else because Microsoft will usually be pretty good to throw other logos in there, especially now where they're yep. really trying to be like, we play fair. This is coming to PlayStation. This is coming to a toaster. Here's this on Nintendo Switch. Here's what we're going to do if this... Or first, they usually say first on Xbox or they'll say exclusive. Sony didn't do that. And then after a while, you know, you saw the tweet from Xbox. Oh, by yeah. the way, those games that PlayStation is showing, 12 of those are coming to Xbox as well. And some of those yeah. might even be on... Well, I don't know if any will be on Game Pass because of the weird like symbiotic relationship but but at least it's like if you're an xbox fan you got a lot to look forward including like metal gear and all these other so it's like yeah more games um yeah so i I thought it was weird like watching it from that point of view of like xbox is playing such a different game right now mostly because they want this merger to go through or this you know acquisition of, of activision blizzard whatever uh and so they're like, they're really like, everything's coming to everything. We're the best. And Sony's just kind of like, screw you hippies. Like we're still pretending everything's an exclusive, even if it's not. Uh, so it's, it's such a weird game. Yeah. That's- you can't even look at like the, the fine print on the screen when it shows it for like, is this gameplay? Is this uh, you know, engine, whatever we don't know. So yeah. Um, I would say overall, most people are a little underwhelmed that the Sony hardcore at this point, a little underwhelmed by, um, what they saw. And if we do get another, um, showcase at the end of the year, that would be great because like, once again, I want to know what my PlayStation five is going to give me in 2024 other than just what everybody else is getting. So, uh, with that, Mark, 
we have, and I, I put this down below, uh, as far as we know right now, this is what we're getting for game showcases. Summer Game Fest, June 8th, Jeff Keighley's big showcase. And I couldn't even go through the list of the companies that are supporting this, but it's huge. And the big hitters, including Xbox and PlayStation, are there. Nintendo is not supporting this, apparently, what they're saying. Um, then we have the Xbox uh, showcase, followed by the Starfield showcase on June 11th. And I believe, I couldn't find it, isn't there like a follow-up showcase as well? Like it's more deeper dives and things like that with developers? Oh, I thought be. there was, because they've done that before. Where like, oh, by the way, here's more time with, and this is like a deep dive on this game, this guy. I, I couldn't find it though. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, Ubisoft Ford, June 12th, and then Nintendo is TBD. Devolver Digital will show up eventually. We know that. Other than that, I think they have developed the, the developers. Uh, game, uh, uh, the Summer Games Fest has a list of all the big showcases, anyways, if you want to see it. But I, as of right now, this is what I'm tracking to. So, with that, we're going to basically, Mark and I have kind of gone through and always said the um, three criteria for these game showcases. What you expect to see, kind of like, hey, we think these are coming. Um, what we want to see, I mean, like, it, it could be totally. Uh, you know, a surprise or unexpected. And then what do we not want to see? So the, some of the, I don't know what the best way to say this market. It's almost like the, the things that are known knowns that you don't have to show us. Like if a game is coming out a week before, don't show me like street fighter six or halo or, or, or like Diablo. Don't show us that or final fantasy 16, which at PlayStation showcase, Holy crap. How much time did they waste by showing that in street fighter? They didn't need to do it. So that's what I'm talking about. So that's where we're at with these showcases. So we have the Summer Games Fest, Xbox, and Ubisoft event. And then if we have anything for Nintendo, even though no showcase is actually known at this point. Uh, by the way, Mark, uh, with Nintendo, the last three years, how often have they had a June time frame event? Do you know offhand? No, not offhand, but I thought... I would say three years, like they've hit it at least two out of the three, but um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, other than just like random tweets and things like that, or yeah, I mean, so we don't know. It's not always guaranteed outside of the E3 actually being in effect if Nintendo will have their own event at that time. So let's say if they are, we'll talk about it. If not, then it didn't happen and we'll go from there. So let's start with there. So Mark, um, what you expect to see, we'll go through there and we'll hit that first. Um, Summer Games Fest. Okay. Uh, From Summer Games Fest, so I just kind of look through the full list of what's going to happen and for Summer Games Fest in general, I think we're going to see Activision come through there and maybe a little bit of like the Microsoft. Again, I think they're going to just keep pushing hard that like they want to support new platforms. They want to go do this and this and this, if the deal goes through, like, I think that's going to be kind of a big public showcase. Cause so far a lot of it's just been like in the courts or in like hardcore people following the news. But I think the summer games fest, maybe not quite as much as E3, but kind of getting there. I think that's the time where the public kind of can take a look at it. It might show up in like a local paper or at least a normal newspaper or website that like 
everyone would kind of read, you know, like your parents might read. So like, I think this is going to be a time for them to show off. Like we're playing nice. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what I expect to see from, from summer games fests uh, from, from that side. I'm not going to go through everyone. I'll just, I'll leave it at that for now from, from Activision. Slash. Oh, you don't want to go through the 40 plus studios showing up. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for myself for summer games fest, uh, I'm expecting we're going to see mortal Kombat one gameplay. We got the trailer, which if you've seen the trailer folks, uh, it's not for kids. It's disgusting, but this is essentially bringing us back. It's killing everybody. And it's starting over from scratch with it, uh, which is, um, is it Kung Lao essentially taking place of Raiden as the God um, for the studio. So essentially they're starting over and we do have some announcements with like John Claude Van Damme is going to be a playable character as Johnny Cage. We're also hearing that it's going to be like Homelander, uh, is going to be a character. We're going to also get Omni Man from that, and I, I can't remember the other characters. But I, that's what I love about Mortal Kombat. So I think that's what we're going to see there is gameplay and also maybe playable characters from different universes. Um, cool. I think we'll see Kojima. I don't know what he's going to be propping up. Fair bit because we know he has a deal with Microsoft for a um, type of cloud game or something like that. Other than that, we don't know what he's doing. He he's also doing um, Death Stranding two. But I don't know if I mean I I don't know if that's a PlayStation IP if he owns it or not. So it may not show up here. But I think Kojima is going to do something there with Jeff. And I expect I think Call of Duty will show up here rather than with PlayStation rather than with Xbox. I think yeah. Call of Duty shows up here. Yeah, that's that, that that's what I mean. Like they need. I'm expecting this to be like Activision, Microsoft being like Call of Duty is going to be on Switch independent. This year. Call of Duty yeah. is going to be here. This is where you pay attention to like. Here's what Microsoft is going to bring to Call of Duty. And let's make sure this goes because otherwise maybe Activision just doesn't do this stuff, right? Like yeah. I think that's going to be the showcase of like, we're already seeing Microsoft support, hoping this merger goes through and this is what it's bringing. Like, I think there's going to be the big public showcase of why they think this merger is a good thing. Yeah. I, I think in, in making it like agnostic to a console owners showcase makes sense because i mean even though playstation i think still has a uh, marketing deal with activision for call of duty i think it's the best place to play it there have it there and to say hey the next call of duty although at this point i assume there's a call of duty this year i know there's been talks about they would take a year off but maybe it's next year all right mark xbox so we've got the xbox showcase plus the starfield showcase so I don't think we need to dwell on the Starfield part of it because that's just going to be, they're going to show Starfield and it's going to be more Starfield. So we're going to see both of those. So it's, it's a move on from that and focus on really the Xbox part of this, um, which would assume all of their studios, but it could be anything from a game to hardware to anything. So what do you expect to see out of those uh, realms? Um, man, I, I'm not sure what I expect to see. I know some things that I want to see from Xbox and I know like, I don't want to steal yours. So I'm trying to think of something different. Oh, did I, sorry, I shouldn't even put it on here. I'm sharing the doc. I'm like, Oh, I shouldn't even do that out there. I should gray it out. It's all good. Um, What I expect to see is uh, maybe a hint at the next gears game. Uh, I think, okay. Xbox is still struggling to find 
their place. I think they've they've hitched their ride to some weird exclusives or some stuff that just didn't land right or whatever. And I think with with Halo kind of being uh, you know fizzle, uh, I think it's time to hit with a new Gears game and show it off, even if it's like two or three years out. I think it's time to be like gears is coming. Let's rev up the chainsaw guns and, and really make gears the, the, the number one thing. Like maybe it's not halo anymore. Maybe it's gears. Let's, let's hype this up. Let's, let's get this franchise going again. Gears five. I'm thinking came out in 20 looking up now uh, came out, man, oh man, it makes it hard to find these dates. Come on. Come on, come on, Google. Let don't let me down. So Gears came out in 2019. We're at 20, you know, 2020, uh, 2023. So if it came out in 2025, you're you're talking like five years. That seems sufficient. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. It makes a lot of sense. And Gears is like Forza, Forza Horizon Five, and Gears. Those are the rock solids. They deliver. Nobody complains about gears. I mean, except yeah. oh, it's more gears. But I mean, they continue to build on it. They do like the expansions with the high busters. Mm-hmm. They do the. They have a really solid like PvP elements. They they do great PVE. So I mean, gears is the game that you feel like, hey, it's coming out. I've got something to do, and I'm not going to let down. Be let down. I mean, I think that's where you go. And they bring in like the what their guest stars. Like they could bring in Vin Diesel now because of fast. 22 and <laughs> i don't know mark who else could they bring into to gears of war that would be awesome oh man uh mandalorian he's got the armor shit. yeah that'd be awesome yeah oh who else amazing. um yeah i just go crazy get doom guy in there they own the company. I mean why not? Oh yeah, that would be great. I love it. And you know, I mean I can't I don't think they would bring in one, someone from Animal Crossing, but is there anybody cute? Maybe Viva <laughs> Piñatas? Maybe like they're they're explodable like uh things you send forward to to heal the ki- the hive or something like that? Good, uh, yeah, good DLC uh or or uh, yeah, like almost like a cheat code kind of thing. Maybe neat. Uh, I'd like that. Nice, nice. Okay, well I like that. Anything else from Xbox that you expect to see no i think that's that's about it okay i think they um, do like upper tier it's not halo anymore got it okay makes sense yeah i i totally agree with that i think halo needs to find its footing and take them off the stage have people forget about them for some time until they have really something to like make us feel really excited about the brand coming back um yeah. for me i expect to see hellblade too because we know we're getting forza that's game. They even announced it. We know we're getting Starfield. Um, outside of that, there's not a lot of the games that were like, "Yep, we're getting those." Um, as far as I'm, unless I'm missing something. So I think Hellblade Two is the game they've shown already, and they feel like it's their competitor for like a game of the year from like a critical lens. Um, and Mark, that's the game. I said if that game is coming out and announced, I said I would finally play it. I think you said too, you would play Hellblade One. Yep. I tried. I wasn't in a good place mentally and I really have to get back to it. Okay. So we'll make an agreement to give that one a try. So at least we can support each other through it uh, and go from there. But I I definitely said I would because I was, yeah, I was in a scenario. I'm like, I'm I'm feeling a little bit down from this game and and I need to feel up. So I need to be in a better place. So, but I think that game is 
it's it's the darling that I think they feel like will can can really put out to the people like okay, we're doing some different types of games now under Xbox. So I think it'll be there. Um, I think we're going to see the Game Pass family plan finally announced. I mean, that's been out there so all over the place. And it's like, but we just haven't announced it yet. Please do, because so many families want to use their Game Pass to play together on Halo multiplayer or other things. And it feels like, oh, you can't because you're not like Logan. He can't play when we're playing at the same time because we share a game. Uh, so it, get, it it just needs to happen. Um, and I think we're going to get a Starfield custom console. Smart. So I could definitely see controller, but custom console that works. Yeah. yeah, that's what I expect to see at Xbox. Okay. Moving on to Ubisoft, Mark, what do you expect to see at Ubisoft Forward? Because they already showed uh, X, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage, which uh, you'd mentioned you were going to talk more about, but um, they, they showed it. I expect to see more. It was a great trailer, but I expect to see a deeper dive into Mirage. And, uh, and maybe a peek at some of the newer stuff with uh, you know what's, what's upcoming after Mirage which they've already showed off a lot of that stuff too. So I expect to see kind of more development on maybe like the mobile game or whatever. I forget what that one's called, but, uh, but a, a really, really deep dive into Mirage and, and why it pushes things forward while also kind of going back to the roots a little bit by the, the, the looks of what we saw at Sony and like really show more of, of that, aspect of it so that's that's kind of what i expect to see from from those guys got it yeah i'm a little lacking on ubisoft to be honest i i really don't know from their portfolio what they have to show um but i think one thing they're going to go in on is x defiant apparently they've gotten good buzz about that game this is kind of like their i don't know if it's what even type of uh what they would categorize x defiant but it's on everything right now um it's kind of like the all-stars of ubisoft in a uh, type of a PVP type game. So I think they're going to go all in saying that game's got positive reviews and they're going to announce what their big plan for X defiant is. Um, it's definitely not for me, but I think that's where they want, they need a win after so many times they've tried to find that live service game. So um, I think that's what they're going to go in for. And that's what I expect to see. Okay, Mark last one, Nintendo. Uh, if they do do an event, what do you expect to see? I mean, this one's kind of an obvious expect to see because I expect to see what the heck they're doing. And I think they need an event because of that. I think we have Tears of the Kingdom. We know Pikmin 4 is coming out. But what else? What am I excited about this fall or the rest of the year? Uh, so I think... I expect them just to simply have an event and to show off some stuff because no one knows really what's going on. They, they've already announced that there's no new hardware this fall. So what's what's the reason? They can't still be pushing Tears of the Kingdom the holiday season. I mean, I'm sure they'll do a bundle or something or you know, they'll still do their little push of like, hey, if you somehow miss this, go get tears of the kingdom. But like we need, we need something new. Yeah. Cause it feels like their bag of tricks is 
getting lean. It's not like they can go back to their, oh, next round of X, Y, and Z. The Mario, I mean, and that's where I'm like, I'm struggling, and I'm like, what franchises could they go at? They can't do any, like, Zelda, like, HD remasters because they just had Tears of the Kingdom. I don't think they would do that. Um, I mean, could they go back into, like, another Mario Mario 3D All-Stars or, or whatever type of collection? Could they yeah. do more uh, Metroid Prime remasters? Um, I'm just really struggling to see what they could go after because uh, the big games, I just don't see them divulging until... Unless they release, they say, these games are going to come and then they also get ported to the next console. It just seems like, why would you waste big releases if we know there's something coming soon on those consoles. So, um, yeah, it's, it's frustrating because as a Nintendo fan, you're like, okay, well, um, I know something's you're going to, you've got new games coming, but yeah. are we getting anything this year? And I just, and, and that's why I think people are, are, are leaning towards like maybe Metroid prime four is their big fall game. But I'm like, wouldn't we want better hardware for that? That's the point. Like I, I'm really hoping that the hardware is, at least a little bit backwards compatible like Xbox series and PlayStation is right now where, where there's new stuff unlocked. If you get it for the newer consoles, you know, it's a faster frame rate, better, this better that, but like it still works on an Xbox one or a PS4. And I'm hoping for a little bit that they do that with switch to super switch electric boogaloo or whatever they come out with. But I mean, if it's a completely different concept, yeah, maybe they're just, all right, well, you have a great Zelda game. Thanks for enjoying the Switch. Here's our next thing. I don't know, man. It's it's making me kind of worried. Well, with that, Mark, I'll give you mine. Right. I think if we do get something, we're going to get the NSO next releases, like what's big, like the big NSO okay. uh, yep. from, from those platforms. Um, yep. We're going to get the Mario Kart next track pack uh from that yep. um and i think we're gonna get another big gamecube remaster and it might be the mario uh, you know paper mario or the, the what is it the uh thousand year door yeah because it doesn't seem like they're touching gamecube and I feel like that's the treasure trove to go after to bring those games back and bring them back to as a full release. So maybe that's the game they go after where it's like it's kind of not anywhere you can access it now. And we're going to give it to you, but it's going to be updated, maybe extra content. I like it. Yeah. All right. All right. So that is what we expect to see. So Mark, moving on, we'll move this a little quicker. Uh, what you want to see summer games fest. Uh, I want, I, I mentioned this. I think I kind of alluded to this before. Maybe I, I didn't, I can't remember what I, I said or not. Uh, Jedi survivor DLC. Um, nice. And, or the next big star Wars game. I think they've got such a great hit on their hands. Uh, let us, explore more of the galaxy let us explore a planet let us go after some more bounty hunters or pirates or something there's so much that they could do to expand dlc for jedi survivor after the game has finished that 
yeah, I think they, they have kind of free reign, like without even having to worry about setting up something for the next game. They can just be like, hey, Cal, someone walked into the bar and they caused some trouble, but they also said this. Can you go stop them? And here's another five-hour little DLC adventure to go on. Easy peasy, done. Get me excited. Like, that's that's it. If they don't do that, show me what the next cool Star Wars thing is. I want EA to step up and just keep on swinging. I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, uh, EA doesn't have a game conference this year. So if, if the EA wants to show something and get us excited, I know uh, they've struggled at times. Um, so I definitely could see that. Okay, so for myself, uh, I think maybe PlayStation saves some things for the showcase. One of those things could be Team Asobi's new game, which could be a new Astrobot game, which would be playable as a standard platformer, but also in VR as well, because that that is one of the best packing games of all time, and I know people want more, and uh, it's criminal that that, game, that team has not uh, announced anything. So I hope they have that ready because I know that would make a lot of people happy because it's just a, such a fun game. Um, and then, Mark, once you ever get a PlayStation 5, your son will absolutely love it because the dual sense yeah. when it reacts, it, and he's adorable, adorable little guy. Um, and then um, maybe a Marvel trailer. So Disney owns all the Marvel games. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and quite honestly, I expect more out of Marvel games. Um and I, I think we should see something outside of anybody's showcase of owning a console. Um, we got what uh, the Captain America Black Panther game. Um, and outside of that, I'm trying to think we've got the Iron Man game uh, as well coming. So I, I would love to see a, a a trailer for a new Marvel game. And I don't care where it goes. I just want more Marvel games. I, uh, yeah. Yep. I won't jump ahead. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll go to Ubisoft then. What's next? What do we want to see at Ubisoft? I want to see Mario Rabbids DLC. I thought we did. Did that? They not showcase it? They they, they announced. Uh, they showcased DLC one back in March, uh, and I think they announced the title for DLC two. So I want to see DLC two. Uh, not just the title. I want to see what it's all about and more details of it. Maybe I just missed it. It was like a couple of days ago, so that's entirely possible. Uh, but I think we'll get a, a deeper dive into that. Even if they've announced some stuff, I want like show and tell. Yeah, the, I yeah. get it. I get it. A game that game series is so beloved, and I wish it did so much better. Yep. Okay, Mark. For me. I want anything on that Ubisoft Star Wars game. Really? Mm. Come on, guys. I mean, I've heard that this game might actually be coming out in 2024. So if it is, this is where it'll be shown. If it is, I I don't even know what to say. Because, I mean, I the a Far Cry, that's what it's supposed to be, like a Far Cry style Star Wars game? I think so, yeah. Be amazing. Now, I don't want it just to be like go off, go to like an uh, observation tower, checkpoints. Here's all your missions. Go kill them and get some banthas that attack people. I don't know if I want that, but I want a perspective of being in a open world that's living and doing some cool things. 
Because mm. Jedi Survivor does a little bit of that, but it's a little bit more constrained. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think, like you said, the, the blueprints are maybe there a tiny bit in Jedi Survivor, but like they could really go all out with some mayhem. Because that's a division team, right? That's playing the game. Oh, I can't. Yeah. Because if it is, that's like Because right. that could be like a more of a get your team together and go do something. Almost get like a. That could be, I mean, totally different than we got from Star Wars ever. It's like get a team together. Hey, I got a Jedi. I've got a, a rogue. I've got a, a, a hacker. I got a droid. And we can go and, you know, do these things and, and you know, take down something and. Yeah. depending on the era. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Like you said, depending on era, there's so many eras they can yeah. go to. Like, so much. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I just, Ubisoft, I mean, like, I mean, have we had a Rayman game in years? I would love to see a new Rayman game. Come on. Yeah. What do you, <laughs> it's not like you're pulling off. But ultimately, Mark, I mean, the big thing, I want them to abandon whatever the hell that Beyond Good and Evil thing is they're working on and just give me a proper sequel with those characters in a Zelda-like experience. It's just like, it's like they lost the the design document and didn't realize that's what people loved about the game. They didn't want like the weird pig and girl going on intergalactic adventures with it just it just like you guys totally lost it come back come give us something cool like a you know like our our, which our game of the year was and we even talked about that i mean uh, you know make it similar to um uh, god i'm blanking on the name mark Uh, immortals immortals yeah, I mean, yeah. do something like that. I mean, make it more simplified. And, you know, would I like to see more about Immortals? Of course. Yeah. And why not? I mean, that game seemed to be uh, critically loved and people liked it. So more Immortals would be great. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So lastly, Mark, uh, what you want to see from Nintendo? Wind Waker. Oh, the collection? Are you talking about like Wind Waker I, and... I don't uh, care if it's a collection. Like I would yeah. love the, the Wii U collection, which would be like Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. I'd settle for just paying full price again because I'm stupid for Wind Waker. I just want it on my Switch. Do that. And while I'm thinking about water, Wave Race, because I have to mention that once per show or I don't get paid. Uh, <laughs> Wave Race and Wind Waker. Give me some water adventures. All right. All right. I'll, I'll give it to you, Mark. You know what? You deserve that. You know, you, you get so little in this world from, from them. You know what? Make Mark happy, guys. Give him Wave Race, a new Wave Race. Make it happen. Uh, maybe a 1080p X2, whatever. Give him that too. You know, just make it like a sports collection, like an action sports collection. And just just blow Mark's mind. He won't be able to operate for like five weeks because he'd be like, "Oh, I'm getting what? Oh my god, my brain!" And yeah, he breaks everything. Uh, has a mini stroke. I don't want that, Mark. I don't want that. I don't want you to. I want you to be healthy. Don't have mini stroke, please. Um, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, bite down on a wallet. Maybe it'll help when they announce that. <laughs> um, so for myself, I want a link between worlds on Switch. Ooh, I think that would be phenomenal. I know it's probably too close to Tears of the Kingdom, but I mean, I just love those type of games. It's it's amazing. I really want that. It would make me so happy. Uh, I just think it's such a phenomenal game that I never got as much as I wanted to 
into 3ds because i didn't love the, the console itself so i think that would be a great game um along with that mark what do i want to see beautiful joe whatever remaster collection Bring yes. back Beautiful Joe. I know it's Capcom, but I mean, you think of like the Capcom, what, 5 that was for GameCube? And Beautiful Joe, it feels like the one that's been just left behind and ignored. Mm. So I want Beautiful Joe to come back, please. Yes. All right. And Mark, this is the fun part where we just get to be old codgers and just going to be grumpy <laughs> based on nothing but, you know, our our anger. Uh, what do you not want to see at these conferences? So Summer Games Fest, Mark, what do you not want to see? Summer Games Fest, if you look at that list, the, the featured companies, there's a lot of like mobile or mobile first or like mobile centric. And I just don't want that like there's a great i like mobile games i play a lot of mobile games i like apple arcade i like what some of these companies are doing but they don't always need to be mixed in like if i'm seeing big epic adventures from like ubisoft and activision and ea and even cool stuff that like epic's doing and whatever like I don't need to hear about like what's next from Netflix games on mobile or like what gotcha thing Disney's coming up with next or whatever. Like I just, I don't know. I know it's all gaming and all gaming's good and blah, 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 whatever. But like, I just have it separate or something. <laughs> I just, I just don't care. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It needs to be separate events or something. Like, I want to, I still want to hear about this stuff, but like, I want it to be like, hey, there's a new Stranger Things game. It's on mobile and it's on mobile tomorrow. Go get it. Like, I don't want it to be like, hey, here's what's coming up in six months from Niantic. Like, no, shut up. Like, just give me more Pokemon Go and stop trying to be like, here's. NBA basketball go where you can collect NBA stars from the eighties as you go for a walk. Like, I don't care. Stop. Um, especially not in my summer's game, summer game fest activity thing where there's a lot to hear about. Uh, yeah. Nobody wants the ad that you would normally get from a YouTube video to be yeah. a big part of the show. That one. Yes. Yep. Uh, for myself, I do not want Kojima on stage gushing with Keeley. Don't care about their relationship. <laughs> I don't care. I, I'm really not into Kojima games anymore, and they just don't do anything for me. So from that being a big part of the show, I could care less. You know what? Yeah. Take it off stage. Have a podcast together. Make some food. You know, brew together. I, I don't know. I don't care. Don't yeah. show me that. All yeah. right. So Xbox, Mark, really quickly. Uh, what do you not want to see from Xbox? Uh, I don't want to see them talk about new acquisitions or anything else. I want them to just focus on games. You've acquired enough studios. You're working on the Activision thing. Shut up and show me what you paid for. That's, that's it. 
Um, I totally agree. Yeah, take the politics out of it. Just show us why we why we bought our Xboxes and go from there. Uh, so what I would say, I don't want to hear about how many players' hours of interaction they have with Xbox, because to me, I could care less how many people are playing their games. Um, I just want to know that the games they're playing is more than just like you know something I could care less. That's a metric I don't care about. Yeah. Leave it alone. Uh, I don't want Forza porn. I we've seen Forza Motorsport <laughs> when they showed it before. I don't want to see 85 angles of a car. It's Forza. We know what it is. If it's rain, all those. Com- I, I don't care. It's Forza. It's Forza. A on a blade of grass that you're going to be driving past at 300 miles per hour. But we've meticulously detailed the the raindrop on this blade of grass doing dynamic reflection of the ladybug that's also crawling up. Uh, yeah, I get you. I get We've you. done physics models of 80 tires and uh, shocks. I don't care. I'm not the Forza guy. And taking up my time showing more of this game, which we know that Forza Horizon is far more popular these days, it just, to me, it takes away from like, and, and let's put this way, racing games always look good. I don't care what you say because it's a fixed track and they look good and they control it. I don't care. Don't tell me that's the thing. They always deliver. It's not news. Let's move on. If you're not sold on those games, I'm not. I could care less. It's it's where I drop out because they say, oh, we have partnership with uh, Fiat now. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yes, Mark. Oh, well. Um, yes. Uh, and then Starfield, because we're getting a Starfield show. Don't show any Starfield. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's the point. Okay. Ubisoft, very quickly, Mark. We're going to wrap up this boy. We're going to take it home. So Ubisoft, what do you not want to hear about or see? Oh, uh, I don't want to deep dive into the next Just Dance game. We know it's coming. We know it's on everything. We know what it is by now. You don't even have to mention it. Great point. Great point. Yeah. It just always yeah, exists. It's, it's always exists. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, it's there. Like yeah. the people who are going to buy just dance, just go out and buy just dance. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I don't want the next Tom Clancy PVP guys doing things, infiltrating a third world country. I, I, I don't think anybody wants another Tom Clancy game doing the same thing they've always done before. Don't show us that. If you do, I feel like, wow, especially with Extraction, probably going to be pointed out. Um, unless it's Splinter Cell. If it's mm. not Splinter Cell, Tom Clancy, go home. And he's dead. I know he is. God bless I your family. Just say, <laughs> <he's dead. laughs> you just told a dead dude to go home, man. I well, just, oh, uh, we don't. Mark, they bought him. They bought Tom Clancy. They probably own his grave. It's probably the grave. <laughs> the grave is probably Eve's Goma's house. And he looks at everything and goes like, I owed you. <laughs> that, that was part of the deal, Mark. They bought his they bought his corpse. I don't like that at all. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No offense to the family of Eve's yeah, Tom Clancy. Eve's come on. Return his body to his family. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, okay, moving <laughs> after after Todd's going to hell. Uh, Nintendo, Mark, what do you not want to see from Nintendo? Uh, I can I say I don't want Nintendo to not show up. Does that count? Absolutely. You don't want them to okay. be absent. Yeah, yeah, that's scaring me right now. So I don't want that. That's sufficient. Easy answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Since you said that, so I'll I'll build on yours. Um, right. 
I do want them to show, uh, but what I don't want them to show me is um, something that um, should be held for the next console. Because Mm. I don't want to have to buy the same game again or it be crippled. And that's a horrible thing. Because, I mean, I don't want it to be held back by the next switch console uh or because it's not going there already by itself uh and we're going to get a better version there because i think that's the challenge and we don't know nintendo their stance on if they're going to just basically make everything go forward compatible if they do then it's whatever and it plays there but i i i'm just worrisome that we don't have a clear view and so any game that's going to be coming out on switch um, could be hampered and not improved on the next console if that's where it should be. I'll, I'll build on that one a tiny bit. And, and I don't want them to show up half-assed either. Like, I don't want them to show up and be like, hey, you should buy a Switch this fall because all of these great games are available already. And they show like 25 games that we all already own. They're like, hey, have you played Super Mario Odyssey or Mario Kart 8? It's like, yes, everyone has. We know about it. Don't show that anymore. Like, I don't want that scissor wheel or focus. Bring bring new stuff. Absolutely. You know, and we could have said, like, what we want to see is the next Switch console, but we're not that stupid to know it's going to happen this summer. So, yeah. Yeah, we're not fools. You know, we 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 were born we were born, but not yesterday is what they say, right? That's yeah. exactly the same. We were born, yeah, not last night. Oh well, well that is it for our recap of things that may and may not happen. Uh, we'll have a recap, I believe. The next showing mark will be after all these events, so we'll have our we'll have a, a feel of like we were right or wrong, and if we were happy or sad. So I think that's where we should uh, close this show. So with that, Mark. Thank you. And tell people where they can find you. You can find me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, of course our Discord channel as uh, the underscore Canardian or on Xbox and Switch as just Canardian if you want a game with me. Excellent. Uh, for my personal stuff, you can follow me at Tioxtra, where I'm talking about the world of nerd, uh, video games, uh, weird uh, comments on the world of fantasy football, sports, and such. Uh, but all the good stuff uh, is at Secret Friends U on Twitter, Secret Friends, uh, patreon.com slash Secret Friends Unite. Check that out, get a free trial, and check out our good stuff. And also SecretFriendsUnite.com for everything. And also give us a review on all of our podcasts everywhere on all of the places you can check them out. And also check out YouTube because you can see our wonderful faces in more places, our backgrounds, mark reactions to my stupid statements. <laughs> or, or the the Forza thing broke me, man. The, between that and Clancy, that's you a, know, all Mark. Time Todd. I, I'm a, I'm a man with a with a with a big heart, and you know, uh, I, I I love the dead. You know, I want them to return to their families from corporate greed. That's all I'll say. Yep. Yeah. So, folks, you have a good night. Thank you for joining us on this video game journey. And Mark, thank you. And remember, folks. It's always better to game together. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. 
If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at SecretFriendsU on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.